0: Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer Podcast. As per usual, this is the podcast where we chat all about fat loss and everything else that goes with that and that goes with creating a healthier lifestyle. Because always remember, the creation of a healthier lifestyle is the thing that leads to fat loss. Before we jump into this episode where I am going to be chatting about tracking your calories using an app like MyFitnessPal making sure that you stay on top of things when it comes to your calories or learning more about the food that you are consuming and its nutritional values I just want to take this moment to say thank you very much to everyone who does share this podcast and also for those who do rate and review the podcast and purchase virtual coffees for the podcast Thank you so much for that The more we rate and review the podcast cost the more the podcast platforms bump it up which really helps me achieve my goal for the podcast which is to reach as many people as possible so that it can help as many people as possible so again thank you very much so last week i posted an episode on tracking your food or tracking your calories so that you have more or less an idea of where you're at with your nutritional choices and then during the week i also made a video on my social media platforms at running for maya about meal prepping and i got so so many questions and DMs about how do we know how many calories are in a certain dish that we are making or do we need to track food raw or cooked or how do we need to measure the foods that we are consuming. So I felt it in to make this episode all about that because as I was going through all the comments and all the questions and all the DMs, I realized that there is such a need for a better understanding about calorie tracking because what I've seen a lot is because you overthink it, that often leads to you not even starting it. So I thought, let me answer those questions in this episode as well as about chatting about calorie tracking so that you can get up and actually start doing it. Now, before I proceed, one thing I want to place emphasis on is calorie Calorie tracking is not a diet. Calorie tracking or tracking your calories is also not a prerequisite for fat loss to take place. Calorie tracking is purely a tool used to help you stay within a calorie deficit and a calorie deficit is the fundamental for fat loss. And the reason I say that is because I get so many people telling me, oh, but Mandy, we can't lose fat because we hate tracking calories. I'm like, cool, but it's just a fucking tool. Like, it's not a prerequisite. And I totally understand and support the fact that there is a fair amount of people out there that calorie tracking won't work for, as it may be very triggering. But for the most of us, it is actually a great tool. And as I mentioned in my last episode, it doesn't have to be a light. Sentence. You can start off with tracking calories just for seven days to get a very good understanding of where you are at and then you can move forward with a more mindful approach. But if you do want to tackle this calorie tracking thing and you've had the same questions as what other people have asked, then this is the episode to listen to. Oh, and before I proceed, if you one of them that have said, oh, it's such a tedious thing to track calories and I don't want to do it and you're saying that just because you don't want to do it, I'm going to, from the bottom of my heart, ask ask you to put that excuse away and actually try it for seven days because you'll see what a game changer it is because at the end of the day this fat loss thing is going to take you doing things that you don't want to do So just quickly to recap, to calculate your calorie goals, you can head to my website, www.mandimayer.com. There is a free calorie calculator there. Then you can download a food tracking app such as MyFitnessPal or FatSecret to actively start tracking your calories. The free versions of those apps will be good enough for what you need it for. Now when you start tracking your calories, I want you to keep this motto in mind. It doesn't have to be perfect, it just has to be logged. The moment you are looking for the perfect entry on every single food that you eat, that is going to lead to the fact that you become overwhelmed because you're overthinking it and then you're not going to log anything. Just log the foods or the closest food to it or something in line with what you are consuming because number one, it helps with accountability. Number two, it helps with acknowledgement of consuming. In that food. Are you going to get your calories 100% accurate? No, that's why you're not going to strive for perfectionism, but you're going to strive for consistency instead. And another thing that I've noticed is so many people place so much emphasis on the big things like logging the beef stew that you had down to the tea, but then actually forgetting to log the small things. At the end of the day, it's not the big things that are nutrient-dense foods that are going to throw you off track. It's the fact that you're forgetting to log smaller things such as olive oil, mayonnaise, nuts, whatever it is, the things that you think don't actually matter, those are the things that add up. Let's get into question number one. One, do you have to weigh or measure the foods that you are consuming? initially when you start off I would say yes and the reason for this is if you eyeball in food for the first time you're not going to know what that amount of food weighs and that could make quite a big difference in the calorie value thereof so you might think that you're eating 200 grams of steak but it might actually be 400 grams of steak meaning you are not accounting for that other 200 grams of steak so your best bet right in the beginning is to weigh and measure your food so that you can have more of an accuracy see. Now let's say for example, I buy a packet of chicken thighs and the packet of chicken thighs weighs 400 grams and I have chicken thighs for lunch and for dinner. I'm not necessarily gonna go and weigh every single gram of chicken thigh for my lunch specifically and every single gram of chicken thigh for my dinner specifically. Because I know the packet that I bought was 400 grams, I know I had that between lunch and dinner. So therefore for lunch and dinner, I would log 200 grams each. Whether I had 180 grams for lunch and 220 grams for dinner, It doesn't fucking matter because in total I had 400 grams of chicken breasts for that day for my two meals. Be mindful when you are weighing the food and the reason I say that is because in the beginning right in the beginning when I weighed and measured my foods, I weighed out 50 grams of oats. I was mindful about the spoon that I was scooping the oats up with and I realized 50 grams of oats is two scoops of the spoon that I am using. So then for the rest of the time I didn't need to weigh the oats because I knew, cool, two spoons of oats in that specific spoon weighs 50 grams and that's how I now know that I am consuming 50 grams of oats without weighing it so your weighing and your measuring of foods also doesn't have to be a life sentence just be mindful when you are doing it so that you're learning from it you can pick up then what 50 grams of oats looks like more or less or what 200 grams of chicken looks like more or less and you'll see as you move forward it becomes a lot easier to gauge and then question number two do you need to log your foods raw or cooked so meaning when you log in your foods must you then log them as a raw weight or as a cooked weight your best bet with this is going to be to log them as a raw weight so in their raw state and the reason for that is because most most of your nutritional labels on your foods state the nutritional facts about that food in its raw state now i know there's the debate between okay when you cook chicken it loses its water and it's going to weigh less or when you cook rice it absorbs the water so it's going to weigh more to avoid that confusion just stick to the raw weight now in saying that if you do capture something in its cooked weight or you do take it as its cooked weight there should be an option within your tracking app to find the nutritional value for something that has been cooked there should be wording next to it that says cooked you can then choose that option my biggest piece of advice here is to stick to one variable don't chop and change between cooked and raw and cooked and raw create consistency with what you have been capturing The same with certain foods that are maybe not on the database of the food tracking app that you are using. Let's say, for example, you buy a certain brand of chicken breasts and it is not in MyFitnessPal. Choose a different brand of chicken breasts, but stick to that variable every time you can't find the brand that you are using. then at least you know you are creating consistency with that specific entry. Remember, as I said in the beginning of this episode, it's about so much more than getting the calories spot on. It's about learning about the foods. It's about understanding what you're consuming and the nutritional value thereof. It's about acknowledging the foods that you are consuming and it's about taking accountability for what you are consuming. So if there are one or two or three entries that you can't find or that you can't get spot on or that are bothering you and you feel like, fuck it, I'm not going to log it now because I can't find it. No, just log the thing that you can find and move on. Don't overthink it. Question number three, how do you log combo foods like stews or mixed foods or dishes? So there's a nifty little function within the apps where you can create a recipe. Now, I know it sounds tedious to start off with, but once you have created that recipe within your app, you can use that as you move forward and you can click on your recipe, Mandy's Chicken Stew, and then you can choose your serving size from that so in the recipe you will put down all the chicken the amount that you used all the carrots that you used all the potatoes that you used and then you will create a serving size from that you'll say cool the chicken stew that i made serve four people i had one serving of it and it will calculate your calories for you now if this is an area that you're struggling with and you have no idea how to create a recipe on say my or fat secret please head over to youtube and type it in and search for it there because there are so many videos tutorials on YouTube on these apps and how to use them. Let's say for example you are living on your own, you're cooking for yourself and you make a chicken stew. What I do is I just take into consideration all the amount of ingredients that I use and then I divide it by the amount of meals that I'm going to get from that specific dish. So if I used a kilogram of chicken thighs in my dish I And I know I'm getting four meals out of that. I, in my mind, know I'm getting per meal about 250 grams of chicken thighs. Is every dish going to be 250 grams of chicken thighs? Probably not. But I know over those four meals in total, I have consumed one kilogram of chicken. So again, going back to that motto, it doesn't have to be perfect for every single little meal. As long as it's there, that's what's important and I'll say this again it's not the 100 grams of chicken that you miscalculated once in the week it's the things that you think don't matter like the olive oils, the butters, the mayonnaise that bite of your kids leftover food that teaspoon of peanut butter that block or slice of cheese that you eat whilst you are grating the cheese it's those things that actually are going to add up it's really not the one carrot or the handful of green beans or the handful of peas that you missed last Saturday question number four What if the food you consume is not on the database in the app you are using? So to give an example, let's say you go to a restaurant and you have a muffin and that muffin you cannot find anywhere on MyFitnessPal or FatSecret. You have searched all over and you cannot find Sally's sassy seeded muffin. And that is where you start panicking and you're like, well, if I can't find it, it's not going to get logged because it's not going to be accurate, it's not going to be perfect. And you know what happens then, you just think for the rest of the day, well I didn't log Sally's seeded muffin so what's the point of logging the rest of the day and that's where it spirals. So if you can't find Sally's seeded muffin in the database on your food tracking app find any bloody seeded muffin and log it and move on. Now, if you are going to Sally's Bistro on a very regular basis and you are having the seeded muffin on a very regular basis, then what I would suggest that you do is pick one of the entries that have a higher calorie value for that seeded muffin. So then at the end of the day, what you're doing is you are not creating a consistent underestimation of calories, but rather a consistent possible overestimation or slight overestimation of calories and rather that than a consistent, massively underestimated amount of calories. The some other small things worth noting, when you're using an app like MyFitnessPal, it has got a barcode scanner. So you can scan the barcodes of foods and it will bring up the values or the nutritional values of that certain food. I know in certain parts of the world, they have made that a paid function. I speak under correction, but I think I did read something like that. I know in South Africa, it is still part of the free app. When you are using the barcode scanner, please be mindful of the information that it spits out to you because there has been once or twice a a couple of times where it brings up the incorrect information. So again, you just want to read that it is giving you the information for chicken breasts, and it's not adding Oreo cookies to your day. Another thing worth noting is on my Fitness poll, if you have connected any of your activity monitors or you've allowed it to read your steps, it's going to pull through the calories burnt from any exercise that you do. It is going to add those calories burnt through exercise into your daily goal. So let's say your daily goal for calories is 1,500 and you burn 500 calories through the run that you did. It's then going to tell you you have earned 500 calories through exercise. It's going to add that 500 calories to your 1,500 calories, and it's going to tell you your new goal is 2,000 calories which is not the case because the calories you are burning through activity have already been factored into your calorie goal. So don't connect any of your activity to your MyFitnessPal accounts because it just creates massive confusion at the end of the day. Another tip that I can give you is to log your foods before you consume the foods because I've seen or I learned with myself is I had a packet of cashew nuts. I'm like, oh, it's just something small. It's a handful of nuts. I ate it. I logged it. I was like, oh, my goodness. Had I known what the calorie value was, before I had eaten those nuts, I would have made a more calculated decision. So again, log your foods before you consume them so that you can make calculated choices. And another piece of advice is to when you wake up in the morning and you have your cup of morning coffee or at night before you go to bed, plot your day out on MyFitnessPal or FatSecret or whatever app you are using. Then it is done it is done for the day you've given yourself structure you've created a plan for yourself and you don't need to worry too much about it for the rest of the day if you don't have certain foods that have been logged already you can just swipe on them and delete them if you have foods that you have not had on the plan or didn't put on the plan you can just add them and remember calorie tracking is a tool to help you create and stay and adhere to your calorie deficit amount the goal of calorie tracking as a tool is to not use it for the rest of your life because you don't want to be 90 years old in the bingo room and before shouting bingo you say oh i first got to track this fucking cup of tea and scone no someone else is going to beat you to shouting bingo look at calorie tracking as a roadmap so you go into a destination that you don't know you either need a gps or a roadmap to navigate your way there once you've been there a couple of times you don't need that roadmap or gps anymore so when you're logging your foods just be mindful of everything try and learn from it be aware of it so that you don't need to use the tracking apps for the rest of your life remember don't overthink it it's that overthinking that is going to lead you to not wanting to do it i really do hope this episode has helped a little bit and that you have learned from it and if it has and you feel like it will help someone else please feel free to share this episode with them or onto your social media accounts or your stories on that note i'm going to love and leave you like i usually do Keep smiling, keep laughing and keep being kind to one another. Much love, your friend who also used to track calories and found it very useful tool, Mandy.